At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hello, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. We're going to spend the next uh, several minutes, maybe a few several minutes, uh, talking about what happened, what's going to happen, and what you might know, what you might not know, and uh, you know, then we cap it off with the birthday game and Goblin's uh, dad joke, and we're going to do all that. Uh, we'll get started with all that right after this. <laughs> all right, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, back Daytona Motor Mouse. Hey, spit something. What? Hey, after you uh, clean up that spittle? Yeah. Um, have you ever been on a red-eye flight? I have not. You know what a red-eye flight I, is? I, well, a lot of my uh, trips are red-eyed, but not for hourly reasons, no. Yeah. yeah, it's when you fly overnight. Yeah. And everybody gets off the plane with red eyes. So, uh, I haven't done this since... And I never will do that, by the way, because I can't sleep on a plane, so it would just not be behoove me to do that. Well... You know, uh, my wife and I went to Las Vegas last week, yep. and part of the deal, the, one of the reasons we were able to afford it, because we had these horrible flights. <laughs> oh. Why are you holding that phone over your head like that? Uh, just to give it, it looks better up here. Okay. So, right. I forgot my little doohickey that holds it. So. All right. Um, so, anyway, I didn't think much about it till we actually did it. Yeah. And, and we left Las Vegas at midnight on... Uh, you know, West Coast time. Yep. And arrived back here at like 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and Probably uh, could have driven home from there. And uh, so. It's uh, downhill from there, you know. So I am going to, after this experience, I am going to try to avoid doing that. Mm-hmm. But I was telling my wife, Diane, I said, you know, there's three weeks in a row that NASCAR comes out here in yep. the in the like the approximate same area yeah three weeks in a row they and yeah. and the teams fly back after the race so yeah. it's kind of a, a red eye three weeks in a row Oof. yeah so i got a little taste of that and i don't i didn't like the taste well, of that spit it out like <laughs> I just did. Yeah. so i'm gonna try i and this is uh you know a cautionary tale uh you know if you're offered a red eye flight decline if you can decline it spend the money and leave at noon yeah Ugh. yeah so anyway price on sleep anyway i like these you know these life discussions yeah you know uh life experience yeah. discussions yeah. so that people out there know you know that Girl, i can hear them now writing it down i know no red eyes it's crazy it's just crazy anyway i think we're here to talk about racing is it the summer of Kyle? Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. yeah. He wins at Pocono. He hadn't won in a little while. Now he wins. Yeah. Does this start the summer of Kyle? You think so? Yes. How many wins? June, July. Let's just let's for the for the sake of argument, forget the, what the what the Gregorians say and say that our summer is going to be all of June, July, and August. 
He's got one win in June already. Wait a minute. What did Gregorian say? Uh, June 21st is when summer starts, and it ends on September 21st. Gregorian was a bit of a hack, though. Drank too much. Smoked a little bit, too. I really? Yeah. yeah. And um, so let's go June, July, August. Those uh, three months, 12 weeks. How many automobile races will Kurt Kyle Busch win in those three months? I'm going – I'm saying summer of Kyle. I'm saying he's going to win five in the summer. Well, I was going to say four. Okay. So – That would still qualify, I think, as a summer. Well, that would be – if he won four from this point, yeah. that's eight wins. Yeah. I so, got him at nine. Yeah. I like that. I like them apples. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think he's – there was a couple of years there with Tony Stewart. You know, I remember he, him. he had those, like, hot summer runs – not just your ordinary runs you had the hot summer runs you can take that a lot of different ways (laughs) i know i took it weight loss program hey pocono tv ratings uh you know they were down just a tad from last year nascar's been sort of holding steady all year with the tv ratings and i was looking you know the little little, uh item that i found On a weekly basis, they tell you what the top five markets were, which basically tells you what part of the country is watching automobile racing more than all the others. Yeah. So, um, what, take a shot. Okay. This is pretty steady. This is right. change I, a lot. Of I the know years. this. I okay. know that New York, Chicago, <laughs> yeah, good point, and uh, yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, Nantucket. <laughs> yeah. I know this. And the Big Island. Yeah. Now go ahead. Which which market? Which local semi-local tv market affiliate draws the most the uh, highest ratings in the land they did at pocono and they no, pretty much you know this is basis. you're talking about like a national yeah the nielsen ratings okay well like in our area jacksonville's a market orlando's a market miami's right. a market tampa's a market. well i have to say charlotte well you'd be wrong no you'd yeah. be wrong i'll give you two more guesses mm. i mean you're in the neighborhood For- give or take nearly about well, it's got to be somewhere. Uh, Columbia? Uh, nope. Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Bogota? Yeah. It's in that. I'll give you one more guess. One more guess. This is like Battleship. Yep. <laughs> one more guess. Greensboro. Uh, Greensboro's number three. Charlotte's number four. Greenville, South Carolina, is number two. Number five is Norfolk, Virginia. Wow, see, I was all over it. Now, in the second half of the bottom ten, you would probably – I don't have the second half of the bottom ten, but you'd probably see uh, uh, one – like Dayton, Ohio, always has, has big NASCAR numbers. Uh, Indianapolis has decent NASCAR numbers. Nashville has decent NASCAR numbers. But I don't have the bottom half of the top ten. Number one, Richmond, Virginia. Wow. Yep, which covers – that Richmond market covers a whole chunk of Virginia. Yeah. And there's a lot of fans. There's a lot of automobile race fans. You got that right. Virginia. So, yeah. But you will see almost week after week, Richmond is number one or two uh, top market in the world for automobile, NASCAR, stock car racing. How, how do you like that? I, did. I just was – I was hoping to sink your battleship, yeah. but I, yeah. only, I only got three hits out of – Five. I had a guy that used to send me the top 20 markets. He was a PR guy for one of the networks, and he'd send me the top 20 markets every week. But they quit carrying NASCAR, and he quit sending it to me. Yeah. Now I barely hear from him. Yeah. Oh, well. Them's the breaks. But, uh, yeah, there was Ohio. There were some uh, city, some markets in Ohio that were big. 
uh, Indianapolis would always be in that top 10, 10 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd get uh, Jacksonville was usually the top Florida market because it's practically Georgia. You know? Right. And in fact, their market cover slides into Georgia. <coughs> Big so, pockets of Valdosta are huge, uh, you know, huge Chase Elliott fans. So anyway, um, say goodbye to our Facebook Live people. You said you weren't going to Facebook Live. Next thing I know, you are Facebook. Yeah, Live. but say goodbye right, and tell them where to find us. Uh, DaytonaMotorMouse dot com. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye. And that's it for what do you know? We'll be right back. Daytona Motor Mouse back. You'll get that big time auto racing, Mr. Kelly. You will, you will. Uh, what you'll get sometimes is a, uh, a promotional visit by a NASCAR driver. All the tracks along the trail, uh, about a month or so ahead of their race on the schedule, they have a promotional day and there's a driver involved. And they bring him to town and they try to drum up some interest, think of a way to drum up interest, do something that's going to draw uh media attention i remember years ago when they first started trying to get creative they had jeff gordon and when they found out jeff gordon liked to bowl he had started bowling way back was when he lived with the in palm beach county remember that oh and so we all went bowling at the sunshine bowling lanes there in south daytona yeah uh tony stewart's into fishing so they had a uh, jimmy houston came in they trucked in jimmy houston that was fishing. fun and they, were, they fished Lake Lloyd. It yeah. was blazing hot. And it, he was had, hot. Uh, it was hot, but uh, that was fun. Uh, some of the other things. They had, uh, I think, Clint Boyer last year shooting, what, a crossbow or yeah. something. Uh, and, and they let the media people try it. I played Frisbee golf with Danica Patrick, which was just silly. But, it, but you know, they, they wanted they, – they try to find something. And uh, so Kurt Busch comes to town uh, yesterday, comes to Daytona to hype the – Coke Zero 400, which is coming up in a month. Coke Zero Sugar, sugar 400. And uh, so instead of really dreaming up anything really unique, they just had him given uh, laps on a pace car for attending media and a handful of uh, veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kurt was there, and you spoke with him, and we have a clip of Kurt talking about what? Quickly, what? His season, and then also, remember at Taldega? Yes. How the Chevrolet, Jim Chevrolet's ganged up. Yeah. Jim Campbell brought the Chevy guys together Sunday morning and said, please work together so or we else. get a win. Yeah. And they did. And they got a win. Yeah. So, so here's Kurt talking about all that about his season and then whether they're going to employ that strategy in the Coke Zero Sugar 400. Ah, they'll just ditch it just because it worked at Talladega. <laughs> yeah, screw it. Beginner's luck. It probably won't work again. All right. Here's Kurt. We've been very consistent. Um, I would call it a good season. I wouldn't call it a great season. Right. And we know we need to grab another gear, so to speak, and jump up and run in the top five more weeks and and not just do it at tracks that are good for me or good for the team. we got to do it consistently. So we'll see. I, I think we need to get to these tracks for a second time, and that way we have all that data and all the information from the previous race because there's so much work that's done in the simulation now that they need that data of the driver with the car and the track. Okay, and I just remember one more thing. Caldega, uh, all the Chevy teams worked together. Uh, you know, Jim Campbell had words with you guys. <laughs> uh, are we going to see that here, you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, It was a, a brilliant start for all of us to work together that strong in the first attempt at it. Yeah. So that's only going to get better. Thank you, Kurt Busch. Uh, Kyle Busch, you have a little news item about Kyle Busch and his truck team, pick-em-up truck team. Kyle yeah. Busch Motorsports, is that right? Or is it Kyle Busch 
racing. What right. Do you, I don't know. I think it's KBM. It's Kyle Busch Motorsports. Kyle Busch Motorsports. Uh, unless the uh, M is for a Kyle Busch machinery. <laughs> Kyle Busch machinations. Well, okay. So, uh, yeah, what's going on there? Mr. Willis. Yeah. Okay, so this what they announced this, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year. It's called the Triple Truck Challenge. Thirty-two drivers, three races, one goal: show up and win. That's the tagline. I like that. All right, so the tracks are Texas Motor Speedway, mm-hmm. Iowa Speedway, Iowa, and Worldwide Technology Raceway, also known as Gateway. That's St. Louis, right? Yeah. So, um, if you win any of these races, you get 50000 bucks extra bonus. 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 Yep. All right. If you win two of the three races, you're going to win hundred and fifty grand. All right. And if you win all three... I feel it growing. If you get bar, 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 yep. is that what it is in, uh, when you hit the slot? I think so. Then you get three... Wait a minute. Nope. You get five hundred five half a million dollars. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. So so what's so tell me what's why are you telling me that? You're telling me that to tell me what? Well, because Biffle Biffle Greg Greg Biffle. Greg Biffle. Remember that? Remember him? Absolutely. Well, he's coming off the bench to run for KBM. Yep. Just Uh, in those three races. Just in these three races, just to see if they can win that money, man. Yeah. Because, uh, you, know, you know, back in the day, yeah. Greg Biffle was a pretty good little... Uh, pick truck. truck racer. Yeah. Pretty good little pick Then he went up. to the Bush Series and had quite a thing. Was It It was him and Harvick, right? Went yeah. Hard and heavy in yeah. the old Bush Series. Yep. yep. And then it just seemed like forever that he got to the Cup Series. Yeah. Uh, because they had, at that time, Roush was, you know like the gibbs today right. and mark and martin had, and Ted musgrave they had uh talent chad you know, little they had drove for him. well they had talent lined up yep and they had no place to put them yep. and so biffle had to you know wait his turn basically remember what sterling marlin said about greg biffle nope bug-eyed fool <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing but bug-eyed fool <laughs> that's all i remember you say Biffle, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. All right. So anyway, that's so we're gonna get we're gonna get a little little uh, bit of Greg Biffle this summer, huh? Yeah, the summer of Biff. You're gonna get a you're gonna get a bite of Biff, a huh? bit of Biff, a bit of Biffle. <laughs> All right, that's it for you. Get that big time auto racing. We'll be right back. And we're back with the green white checkers, Ken Willis, Godwin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. We're about to close this thing out, but first, I saw something that I was scanning the uh, racing wire. And uh, I saw the word in a little header that jumps out at you when you see it, and you got to go to it. Uh, hybrids, it said. In fact, it said hybrid engines. Right. So both words together, back really? to back, in a row consecutively. And uh, so you open that, and you find out there's a guy named Marsh, Marsh, Mark Rushbrook. Good Lord, Mark Rushbrook. <laughs> He's a four, four performance motorsports boss. My God, am I am I blanking out here? Um, he was in uh, Le Mans, it's Le Mans uh, at a test last weekend. And, and <clears throat> for some ungodly reason, at Le Mans, Le Mans, they started talking <laughs> about NASCAR. And uh, he said, there's a lot of open discussion of hybrids in NASCAR, said Rush Brook. 
It's just a matter of when, not if. It's probably in the 22-23 time frame, which means three, four years from now, right. four or five years from now, three, four years from now. And now I can't do simple math. All right. Uh, he also said the hybrid would give the extra horsepower required on road tracks and short ovals. That would mean the internal combustion engines would be the same spec at all races. All right, here's what he said. It would be the same combustion engine with an electric motor added onto it or not. In some sense, today, the series is already there. At the big tracks, they run approximately 550 horsepower, and on road courses, it's 750. That, uh, you, know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm no engine guy, but uh, I do know what they mean when when they're talking hybrids right and uh there was a quote from mike helton saying you know if the series goes that way he, he believes there's room in the chassis and all that to to make make room for the battery that would be necessary uh nobody's saying it's not coming they all know it's coming and it's going to be that's going to be one of the interesting things in the coming years to see uh what happens when you have uh you know when when the one of the big sensory elements that has driven automobile racing forever has been you know the sound right it's gonna be interesting to see how everybody uh does when when that sound changes you know what i'm saying well they'll just have a recording they'll do that since they put fake headlights and taillights on the cars they just put decals maybe they will have a way to have the car still be ungodly loud be like a a bullhorn yeah and And to yeah because God forbid I my my little uh, mild case of tinnitus gets any better. You know I don't want that to happen. So, well, anyway, it, you know what? The, you remember the quietest car ever, right? Uh, uh, no, I do not. The car that Sterling drove. Oh, it had that different. Yeah, it had that different pitch. Yeah, yeah different pitch. Yeah. yeah. Sound like an indie car. Yeah, and they. What uh, yeah. nearly as loud Runt, as the other car? Runt Pittman uh, reconfigured something in the exhaust system. Right that uh, gave the car a higher pitch and uh and it spooked everybody it was very fast they have yeah. always have fast speedway cars and just the fact that it sounded like it did spooked everybody they had everybody beat before the race even started i think are you, rem- do you are you old enough to remember when they had the uh, v6 engines in the bush series i kind of yeah i remember yeah that. And they sounded really weird yeah i mean they didn't sound right just didn't yeah. sound right you need to, that we're so used to the full-throated sure. v8 yep you know and so when they had the v6 in there it was uh sort of like <laughs> i think the Stuart haas guys are running v6s this year <laughs> something's going on <laughs> Maybe. all right want to play the birthday game or do you got anything else you want to talk well about? i got two things all right give it, uh, give it to me before we play kyle bush going back to kyle bush he's uh with that win he got last week yep He's now tied uh, with Rusty Wallace, ninth. That's most right. I saw wins. that. Yeah, fifty-five. Do you got? Do you have the list right there? And I wonder who's next on well, the list. Well, I don't have a list. It's kind of yeah. like it's a story. So yeah, he'll and be then, at sixty by years in. He'll be uh, what? Jimmy Johnson's at eighty uh, something. Yeah. Gordon so, ended at eighty something. And then uh, this was, I thought this was interesting. Your your watermelon guy. Ross Chastain, yeah. Ross the Bat Boss, yeah. the world's fastest watermelon He's farmer. He's been running like every series, every race. Yeah. And he 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 never declared what he was running for. Right. I guess they allow that. Yeah. And uh, so it says that he is going to run for truck points. 
So why was he allowed to wait so long to announce that? I don't know. I do not know. Something to look into. Yeah, but I mean, I think he's been in every every NASCAR race. Yeah. I think he's been in since the start of the season. Busy. Busy now, little waterbound former. When that, the crops come in, he's going to have to take a few <laughs> days off. Now that uh, they've got, now we're at the triple truck challenge, I think maybe Uh-oh. that got his interest. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right, let's play birthdays. You ready? Yeah. All right, we're uh, going in the Wayback Machine a little bit here today. Uh, we're going to go to Texas for a birthday party today for one of the uh, one-hit wonders, Bobby Hillen. Bobby. Bobby Hillen's birthday today. Midland, Texas, I wow, do believe. Wow, he, he was, let's see, he was in his 20s. He won He then, won a race, his lone race was at Talladega. Which, to this day, and people find this hard to believe, is probably the most competitive race I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, a lot of give and take? A lot. Uh, it was just a weird day. It yeah. was overcast. It was cool. Um, he was running behind buddy baker yeah he just stayed with buddy baker the whole day and uh-huh. buddy baker kept doing this use your head use your point to his yeah. head yeah and i mean you had guys that run at the back of the pack that were uh-huh. running up to the front and taking the lead uh-huh. yeah i mean it was just crazy i mean we can youtube that thing and watch it i i actually was at the edge of my seat that whole race well, but, uh, I, I was there i was there sir there. Back when, uh, back when you had a travel budget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's... All right. So anyway, how old is Bobby Hillen today? Well, I would say so. He was in his twenties, and uh, that was thirty years ago. So I'd have to say fifty-two. Fifty-five. Huh? That's not bad. Fifty-five. You know, he went into the construction business. You know, he made a little chunk of change in racing. Then he yeah. went to the construction business. Last I heard. He was making. He was in some sort of uh, business that supports the uh, uh, the uh, oil rig industry, and I don't know if it's. I think it might be Gulf of Mexico, like offshore oil rigs. Right. He, he makes some sort of equipment or provides equipment for for those boys. I think. So anyway, went from automobiles to oil, oil, oh. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, you know, another birthday today in the semi-wayback machine. Gary Nelson, longtime crew chief, yeah. champion crew chief, 500 winning crew chief, uh, became a NASCAR uh, rules competition guy. Now, Then he went over to the sports car side, and he runs one of the uh, IMSA teams in uh, sports car racing. You know, he's like a Kurt Schoenmer name because he got into a high-profile job pretty quick. Yeah. I think wasn't Kurt Schoenmer name like very 19? yeah he was like 20 or so when he yeah. started crew chief and yeah yeah so i'm gonna say he's 65 very good Godwin. he's 66 friday rodney childers who's crew chief for kevin harvick in the cup series right now rodney childers has a birthday friday give it a shot he's not much older than harvick so 45 43 wow hey, you're doing pretty good yeah. one more next tuesday second generation racer john hunter Nemechek. John Hunter? Next Tuesday. John Hunter. Demon check. 24. 22. All right, leave us with a dad joke. All right, so, and, you know, Father's Day is coming up. I'll be darned. So this is very yeah. appropriate. Yep. Um, so, anyway, I've got, these aren't my own, believe it or not. I know that's Just hard. Yawn. I know Sorry. that's hard to believe. Yeah. These are not my own. I get them from the jet. Ja- <laughs> 
dad jokes book written by Jack Duncan. Compiled by Jack Dumphy. Page 74, joke 130. All right. All right. Why do artists constantly feel cold? Why do artists constantly feel cold? Uh, I'm still batting zero here. I don't have this one either. Why do artists constantly feel cold? Because they're surrounded by drafts. Uh, I would have never gotten that one. Yes. All right. Anything to say before we go? Uh, well, it's good to be back. Don't don't be tempted by red eye flights. Please do not go on red eye flights unless it's absolutely a necessary and emergency. Words to live by. Yeah. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly. Till next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motormouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotormouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motormouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.